We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees, uh, back for the fourth season uh, of this uh, podcast, where we have a new co-host this season, um, Dan, uh, Dan Bach, the powers that be for RG, first secured a little bit of a Yahoo um, sponsorship. So that was big, and I play a lot ton on Yahoo, so I was psyched about that. So we're going to have a Yahoo focus this year. And uh, they also got us uh, a, a big-time guest uh, co-host, Brian Jester of Occupy Fantasy. Um, this is the dude who won a million dollars, Millie Maker winner Super Bowl with probably the worst lineup I've ever seen. Uh, just kidding. You got to do that in those showdown contests, but, um, also he's a NFL crusher, uh, second in the FanDuel NFL live final, um, a little while ago crushed preseason. I was psyched. So I'm excited to get some of his takes for that, but, uh, welcome to the show, Brian, uh, tell the people a little bit about uh, yourself, occupy fantasy and, uh, let's, let's crush it. Hey, what's up, man? Happy to be happy to be here. Uh, glad to be doing this this joint collaboration with Roto Grinders. And yeah, so I own and and uh, write and uh, produce and do a lot for Occupy Fantasy. Basically, our focus is to teach people to play DFS the right way, but mostly focusing on contest selection, lineup construction, game theory, and bankroll management, and uh, trying to to help people build their bankrolls the right way. So that's where we come into play. And I'm excited to do this show in particular this year because I'm also doing the Yahoo Bankroll Challenge. And if you've seen my Twitter, I started January 1st. I'd never really played on Yahoo before this year. And I started with $0 in my account. So my goal was to take $0 and turn it into $10,000 by the end of this 2021 season. And along the way, blog about it and give people tips on growing their bankrolls and anything I see interesting at Yahoo along the way. Uh, that's interesting to me. Um, I did check some of that out. I think that's why we were put together on this pod. I think it's a good fit. Um, if uh, if I did the bankroll challenge for the last couple of years, people would be blown away. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you, you were telling me you were telling me before the show started about how most of your primary play is on Yahoo and how soft it is and how big of an edge it is because most pros don't focus over there. So you're allowed to you're allowed to take some of the the meat off the bone there. 
Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, if it, most know that this, or if you're, you're a new listener, you don't know, but uh, I primarily focus on Yahoo right now, which is crazy because people look at it and they think there's not a ton of action, but there are, you just got to be a little bit creative in the way you got to get a slam a lot of different contests and uh, you can get a, uh, get a nice amount in play this year. Uh, there's nothing to worry about because we got a monster tournament right off the bat for Yahoo. But um, yeah. So uh, what I find is, you know, there's tough competition there for sure. Um, but it's the big, big players. It's their last focus for the most part, you know? So there's, there's definitely an edge to be had. If, if you're focusing on it, um, you can, you can kind of learn where you, you know, you know, what people are going to play Um no different, you know, you, what I'm big on, like what projections people use. So, I mean, I, I get all the projections. Um, I look at everything and, and you kind of get, you get a feel for which player uses who, because there's some players who, who will run the bat optimal. There's players that will, that, you know, that play for awesome. that they use the RG base projections or whatever. So you, you kind of know where everyone's at and then you just kind of figure out a way and what's the best path to beat them. Um, so um yeah, I, I find it to be a, a great site. I love it. Um, I also play other sites too as well, um, but that's kind of my bread and butter, my focus every day, at least to start. Let so me ask you, uh, let me ask, let me ask yeah. you this really quick. Sorry to interrupt, but let me ask you this yeah. because as I'm as I'm, this is my first full time NFL season in Yahoo. What have you noticed over your your years playing there? The differences between Yahoo and FanDuel and DraftKings when it comes to NFL specifically is it mostly just the pricing quirks, or are there other lineup construction things that we need to keep in mind? Well, so, okay, so typically it's mostly FanDuel scoring. Baseball is different, but um, FanDuel scoring. So, and there's always glaring value. And there's always plays that, like, are become too expensive to even play because, like, they're, 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 whoever does pricing over there, their formula is, like, what did you do yesterday? You know, so if, the, if some rookie comes in for his first, first game and he hits a, a home run or a grand slam or whatever it is in baseball – the next day he's like price max price, right? Like even (laughs) it's so, and then like, so there's so many, it narrows down the pool, but there's always glaring value to take advantage of and people don't take advantage of it enough. Um, So that's one thing. I mean, another thing is it's lower rake, right? Which is monster, right? And there's also tons of overlay that happens all the time. Like even in cash games overlays, like even in like six man and like the higher, higher uh, 50 fifties, it's like, there'll be overlay um, because they'll, you know, it'll go off with five of us in there. And so, I mean, that's just, that stuff just compounds over time and uh, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Um, So I'll get this out of the way. Um, But uh, basically new this year for, for Yahoo, they have single game slates now on Monday, Thursday, Sunday nights, they're doing a live final. So I'm going to have to try to my best to qualify for that NFL live final. Um, which is big, and they have their featured contest, the one million baller, ten dollar entry, which was probably going to get a bunch of overlay. Although there are a ton of lineups, and I'll just check right now and see how full it is because um, they basically gave everyone a free ten dollars to play, and so it's like starting off with like fifty. There's fifty three thousand. It's half full right now, but that's most of like there was like 35,000 and people don't even enter this yet. Um, and so like, those are like, that's probably like a ton of dead money lineups from like people who were just playing their free, free ones. So there's probably going to be some crazy lineups, um, but there's going to be overlay and um, the payout structures are great. You know, it's, it's so, well, it depends. I mean, some GPP players love the huge top heavy payouts. I don't personally. So um, you know, it's, so like for this and this million dollars, 10%, you know, a hundred thousand to first plus a, a Yahoo live final entry. And then second place is 50 grand, third race, 25 grand. So this is a, this is a major, major uh, tournament and it's going to be one of the softer ones of the weekend. So this is a, a great one to play. So I'm excited to have Yahoo on board. I'm excited to talk some Yahoo and I'm excited to have you here and uh, we'll, uh, we'll update your bankroll challenge and whatnot as we go too, um, and anything that we learn along the way. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, you know, I'm excited about the live final because, uh, you know, normally for live finals, you're going to this exotic destination and you get the, the whole trip package. For the Yahoo one, it's at my home base casino, like 20 minutes from me. So I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll drive down there if I do happen to qualify. Nice. Um, it's, and when whereabouts are you? You're in Maryland? Yeah, I'm in Maryland, right outside of D.C. Okay, I'm in Boston. All right, so um, give Brian a follow. Um, give me a follow. I'm at Kirk D's on Twitter. He's uh, 
at Brian Jester FF. You'll find him pretty easily. Um, so give us a follow and let's get this uh, season going. So we've got, um, let's talk about the slate. It's uh, an interesting slate. We've got uh, 13 games for the Yahoo main one. And the thing um, here is like, so the big thing in, all, in the, this week, right? Everything, everywhere you go, it's everyone's talking about cheap wide receiver value, right? Like, cause, cause, uh, you know, DraftKings kind of runs the, the content world out there. So everybody's talking about that. And that's the big thing this week, but that's not the big issue on, on Yahoo this week, right? Like, because there there's, so the, the plays that everyone's referring to um, are like Marquez Callaway, Elijah Moore, and I'll get into it in a little bit. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but um We've got guys like just as cheap, like Robbie Anderson, Jarvis Landry. We've got like Devontae Parker, Corey Davis. Like we've got established like non-question mark receivers that are just as cheap. So I don't think the the value is is going to be um, talked about a you know ton with at least with the same types of players. So um, we'll uh, we'll dive into that. But um, I mean, let's just go game by game here quickly and um, just talk about some of the highest totals here. So big slate overview is uh, we've got, well, first we've got uh, Seahawks at Colts. It's in the dome. Uh, supposedly there's going to be more uh, quicker up-tempo offense for Seattle. Uh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, but they did let Russ cook in uh, the first half. At least he was, he was going full throttle, you know, MVP candidate and all that for the first half of the season and then kind of just fizzled out. For the for the next so if they're they get back to it um you know there could be a surprising you know big game here it is does have a nice total um so 52 i believe um hold on my uh my sheet just went down what's uh then so we've should, got it the, should be 49 the total for that game yeah 49. 49 start open at 52 49 just got it up thank you um okay and then we got arizona tennessee could be an up tempo game with two uh really weak secondaries right like we we were picking on tennessee all year i mean they have a dynamic offense an improved offense this year with the addition of julio jones you've got arizona that has an improved offense too um up pace but it's it's more more or less the defense that stands out to me is that you know Malcolm Butler was just someone we attacked right and uh, for Tennessee and he he's gone and their 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 secondary could be even worse and he surprisingly was supposed to be the number one corner for the Arizona Cardinals before he retired so yet should tell you all you need to know about their secondary so this game I mean should screams monster shootout but we'll get into that then there's uh Josh Allen's on the slate um, you know, and we know what he brings in, although totals going down a little 48 and a half, but he, he brings a ton to play. Got the Jalen hurts, uh, against the Falcons, 49 point total that game. People are really, uh, really liking that game. Um, I like it as well. Then we've got, uh, Sam Darnold, uh, at the helm of Carolina now against his former team, the jets. Um, so with some interesting, you know, wide receiver plays and whatnot. And then we've got Kansas city and a monster total. Always, they bring the highest total every week. So that's the, the Mahomes effect 54 and a half. The total's moving up against the Browns. We've got Aaron Rodgers against the saints. Wow. We got a lot. Um, <laughs> a right? lot of good, so, a lot, I mean, a lot of good quarterbacks and a lot of good matchups. And there are a few games that, that stand out as good game stacks, which we will, just, we will cover here at the end, but you know, cause the, a lot of these games, have potential shootouts and uh, a lot of interesting matchups in week one. All right. Well, let's just, let's just, uh, let's just talk about quarterbacks. Right. So, and for, for Yahoo. So we'll start off at the quarterback position. We'll go position by position. We'll also give stacks um, some, some, uh, you know, tournament play ideas. Um, so, you know, from an ownership perspective this week at quarterback, so ownership never really matters that much in general, people, um, overrate it for the quarterback position all the time. I mean, people never usually get much more than 15%. I mean, for me, like with quarterback, I'm, I'm looking for glaring value on Yahoo because, and I'm also looking for rushing upside, right? Like, so it's, it's really easy. You know, I'm, I always, you know, did this last year, but it's like, I just basically like narrowed down every week. It's like I'm playing Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, or, you know, Jalen Hurts that came on. Like, like I want somebody who could, I want someone who can run, but you know, um, Josh Allen is probably going to be the chalk from a chalk perspective, but it's not going to be that chalky. Um, and, uh, you know, Pittsburgh 
is, you know, was a, a great defense. It's going to be interesting this year. And, you know, they were, they were playing a little bit faster with Ben, you know, and just passing completely all game. You know, now we've, we've got a different narrative going with, uh, um, Harris, Najee Harris. Now I'm going to get a monster workload. So, um, just, just first, do you have like one play like that just stands out to you or, uh, what are your thoughts on Josh Allen? Yeah. So, um, the way I approached it this week, again, because it is my first week playing Yahoo, I ran a bunch of different optimizers to see what base projections would give us and what exposures would be spit out to kind of figure out which would be the most popular quarterbacks. And Kyler Murray was the one that stood out when seeing which one projected the best for the dollar value. And then he kind of fits what you were talking about, the rushing upside. And uh, <clears throat> in tournaments, I'm mostly just play, I'm playing game stacks exclusively and I exclusively play high risk contests. So I'm going to be game stacking everything that I do. So for me, my quarterback exposure is going to be limited um, or it's going to be more uh, more diverse. But who do you think is going to be the most popular quarterback in your in like the high dollar contest on Yahoo? And who do you think of thinking of considering for your main lineup? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. So, I mean, the so Derek Hardy's blitz. Is, is spitting out Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is probably going to be the guy that I end up going with, I think, because he's the guy that he's the typical prototype that I that I'm looking for. He he crushed, you know, last season, right? And he um at the end of the season when he took the took over the 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 reins, so to speak. But um you you, you know that Atlanta defense is just should be just as bad as they've always been and someone we can always attack. Um, you know, and you get that rushing upside. So, you know, in his four games, he ran for 272 yards and three touchdowns. So that projects to be very similar to a Lamar Jackson, if you projected that out over the season, right? So like, you're basically getting a Lamar type runner, although, I mean, he probably isn't that good, but I mean, the, the numbers were there and, um, he had no weapons last season, right? They were such in shambles. Now, the thing that did help them is their defense was horrendous. And um, so, you know, they, they had to continue to, you know, get in those shootout games if that was their only chance. But, you know, he's got new weapons this year. He's got Devonta Smith, who should be great. Um, so, you know, they're, they're definitely an improved offense. Miles Sanders is healthy, which is big. Um, you know, Zach Ertz is getting praise in the off season. I don't know, maybe you have a take on that or not, but Dallas Goddard and Ertz are both healthy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Hertz. Like it's just, you're saving like 10 bucks off of these other guys and you know, that can go a long way. Um, and then the other guys that might will, will be popular. I know, like, you know, I, like I said, I look at everybody's projections, um, you know, People that are Josh Allen's getting spit out a lot. Um, Kyler is definitely there too, as well. So I mean, and Mahomes. So I mean, those are those are the guys that are going to be the chalk. Some some sites are pushing Trevor Lawrence, which I find interesting. And it is and, and for GPPs, I like it because right, like Houston's going to be a defense that we definitely want to attack. I mean, that, that they were so bad last year and are projected to be even worse this season, like just horrendous. So, um, you, you know, Trevor Lawrence, though, there may be some growing pains there and it doesn't have the, the best uh, of weapons as well. He, he, they do have a bunch of good offensive weapons, though, but their offensive line um, could be could be a problem. But um, that's kind of what I'm looking at. It's like I'm going to probably narrow. I mean, I, I'll get some exposure, you know, to the Aaron Rodgers, to um Jameis, maybe a little, you know, maybe some Joe Burrow, but like, but I'm, it's going to be small, like Sam Darnold, I'll take because he's cheap. And I like the the passing weapons and the Jets defense is terrible, but like, I'm going to be focused on Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Mahomes or Hertz and Hertz is probably my guy. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. And if anyone's listening to this as an occupied fantasy member, Jalen Hertz is our, our top quarterback play in our occupied model this week. And I like him for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned um cheap and you mentioned sam Darnold as well which is also interesting to me because he's going to have basically zero ownership on yahoo yet both of his or two of his top wide receivers dj moore and robbie anderson anderson in particular expect to be two of the most popular receivers on the slate at yahoo because of their pricing anderson's 14 and dj moore is 16 so if both of those guys are true values 
and they exceed their median expectations. That means Sam Darnold is also exceeding his median expectations. So I think for for tournaments, just be you know just because that's a forty-four point total, I think there's a way where you can you can stack Sam Darnold, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, running back with probably Corey Davis, and then you have a ton of money to pay up for the, the best plays at literally every other position. So I think quarterback's pretty straightforward from a value standpoint, and then it just depends on which games you're stacking, um, and then it, and that will depend, and that will allow you to fit in certain running backs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so, and you're right. So Sam Darnold's going to, you know, the ownership projections, people are going to have them extremely low, but he he's going to tick up a little bit just because of the way that people build their lineups with the, the game stacks, you know, and that's another thing. So like, do you have a set, um, uh, number of, you know, players that you're planning on using in a game stack? Are you going just one wide receiver? Or do you like to do two wide receivers, you know, bring it back with, with someone from the other side or, you know, cause on what I've been doing on Yahoo, I mean, I, I, I get up there on like when I play DraftKings, um, and, uh, I'll probably play some fans this year, but you know, I, I game stack a little bit more, but, um, you know, it's really just, it's just so touchdown dependent with the FanDuel scoring for Yahoo. And there's always so much value that I don't force. I usually just go with like one quarterback, one wide receiver weapon. And then I'll, I'll do a little, I'll add in and I'll get some with two, but I, I kind of like call it at that. Um, that's the way I play on Yahoo for, for anything. But do you have like a set plan at least for this weekend for that big, uh, the, the million dollar baller? Yeah, so I, I'm very rigorous. Uh, exclusive three-one game stacks, no matter who the the quarterback or receivers are, no matter what the game is. FanDuel, DraftKings, uh, quarterback, two of his pass catchers, one pass catcher from the opposing team. That's how I've had all my success in, in classic GPPs, and I'm planning to take that over to Yahoo. Uh, and Chris, this was my thought process when bringing it over to Yahoo, and you can tell me because you you played there a lot longer than I have. Everyone is going to play the values because that's what the optimizers are going to tell them, and you can get easy leverage just from a construction standpoint by getting that full ceiling game stack of three by one, which we know works on FanDuel. We know works on, on DraftKings, same scoring system here. So for as FanDuel, so the three by one game stacks for the larger contest is going to work by default. It gives you a different lineup setup than the people who are jamming stars and scrubs or playing the values. So that's my thought process, but I don't know if that's something that I should be considering less of just because of, of the way Yahoo is set up. Certainly less than DraftKings. Um, because it's it doesn't you know the, so the, the 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 way I've been building mine at least over on Yahoo so I'll I'll just do so so three you're saying quarterback two wide receivers or wide receiver tight end or wide receiver running back in the the rare rare pass pass catching ability running backs out there and bring it back with one what I'll do is I'll I'll set it at one and I'll leave it open to to fill it in and I'll get some of the three you know, but I'll just do it one. But what I will do is I'll take it another step further and I'll, um, I'll then do a rule where I take the wide receiver, um, or running back, uh, wide receiver. Let me here. I'm just going to pull up, pull up my rule so I don't sound dumb. <laughs> um, I got so much up in front of me. So, um, basically what I'll do is, uh, I'll do, uh, I'll do a another level of, of a correlation where I'll stack wide re receiver with exactly one running back or wide receiver from the opposing team. So I'll get my one main, my, my one main stack, and then I'll have one more, you know, different game some, with some secondary a, a wide, stack yes, with, 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 with just a wide receiver um, paired with a running back or wide receiver. So like, okay. it, I don't need, you know, and because of the value, I don't need monster shootout games. I just need the best plays to come through or what I'm determined to invest in. So that's kind of what at least I'll do. So it'll be interesting and we'll, we'll be able to compare our results as we go each weekend. And we'll try to figure that out for you guys. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see, see how it works, but I, I do less on Yahoo. And it's only because of all the glaring value plays. Um, all right. So um, do we want to, hit on anyone else is there any other quarterbacks like joe what are your thoughts on like joe burrow or Jameis or i mean Tannehill even um any, yeah, I mean, any 
to, to me yeah. it's 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 really the game stack dependence for me because i'm not playing any cash games or low risk and again you just play whoever the best value with, with upside is in those types of contests but to me it's you know arizona tennessee is, is clear as one of the top game stacks and maybe, maybe the quarterback section is is we're talking about game stacks as well here because arizona tennessee both of those guys are top options uh to me philadelphia and atlanta is one of the other top game stacks looking at the metrics i use and so both matt ryan and jalen hurts uh are top options there then after that it's a second tier for minnesota and cincinnati so joe burrow and uh and kurt cousins and then the, the green bay game aaron Rodgers and Jameis winston and a couple other games fit in as well so um, to me, it's trying to figure out, I, I really have a, a small stack pool with the games I pick from those first two I mentioned are definitely going to be in it. Now I'm just trying to figure out what that third or fourth game will be. Um, and it, you know, maybe there, there'll be some clarity over the weekend with line moves and game totals, but, um, I, I, there are, there are a lot of options at quarterback. And I think as long as you're playing them optimally with, with stacking that, you know, I think you make the case for a lot of them. So I, I wrote a list next to my computer that like to remind myself while I'm building lineups that these are these bad defenses that I want to target. Right. Okay. And um, it was Titans. It was Lions. It was Jets. Um, although, you know, the Jets have a, a decent front seven um, and they're good at stopping the run, but their corner, their corners are, are like their, their secondary should be horrendous. So, you know, they get the new coach from San Francisco and he should bring a lot of, passion and, and fire this defense up. So maybe they'll improve, but uh, that's still one that I really want to go at um, Jacksonville Texans and Falcons. So like, I'm going to try to like get as many plays against those defenses. And, you know, although I don't really, you know, I probably won't have a ton of, so like the, the one, you know, that the secondary stacks that I was referring to will be probably built in from like teams against those uh, defenses that I was targeting. So that, that's just kind of my, my thought process this week. Um, all right. So let's, let's quarterback is really going to be stack dependent, but you know, basically I, I've, you know, if you're hand building, if you got that one entry um, or whatnot, um, or you're going to throw a few in and, you know, whatever um, I think just go just on Yahoo, just find the guys with the rushing upside, except unless, you know, and just, it's just all about ceiling and value. So Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, you know, maybe some Sam Darnold, like you can't really go wrong. Um, I don't think there, I mean, obviously anything can go wrong. Um, we'll, 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 we'll prove that many times over throughout the season. Um, but uh, anyways, okay. So let's talk about um, let's just uh, go into wide receiver since we talked about quarterback and then we'll bring it back over to, to running back. But um, like I said, this week content is going to be, flowing around all of these cheap plays from DraftKings, you know, Levitan and Evan Silva and everyone's going to be throwing all the people, Eric Benfor, um, you know, all the rotor grinders, people Tuttle who, who put out a lot of good content. They're going to be talking about them too, but like, it really doesn't matter that much, but on Yahoo, because we have so many of the other guys, I mean, they're still, if you really still like the play, then, you know, sure, for sure. They're going to be much lower owned over here. So, you know, like Marquez Callaway, um, and you can probably speak to him because he probably helped you print this preseason. I imagine. I, I don't know. I he was like, he was on a showdown. You know what? The, the 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 funny thing about it, he was on a showdown slate. It was the Monday night game that he went off, and he was like the most popular player on the slate, which was a pure disaster for 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 me personally on okay. that slate. But uh, yeah, he but he's one of those guys that we expect to be the most popular receiver, uh, especially on DraftKings. Maybe on FanDuel, it depends. Um, but he's a guy here that is a value at twelve dollars as a starting yep. receiver in a high total game. But as we mentioned at the top of the show, Robbie Anderson is probably the best value at $14. You have guys like Lockett and DJ Moore and Keenan Allen in that sub $20 range. And I don't know if there are any other guys that, that you pinpointed, but to me, those are the guys that stand out as clear values on DraftKings or on, on Yahoo. And if you only have to pay a couple more dollars on Yahoo compared to paying thousands of more dollars for those guys on FanDuel and DraftKings, it makes those guys that much better on Yahoo, which is why I think we'll see them have such high ownership. Yeah. Um, yeah, there uh, there's some glaring values. So you get you get the revenge narrative with Robbie Anderson. Um, they have the Darnold uh, Anderson have a connection. Um, so uh, yeah, he's he's certainly going to be popular and for good reason. Um, I like him, I like him a lot. Um, you know that's funny. So let's let's talk about Tyler Lockett, right? Because he's too cheap. Um, blistering first half of the season, just like Russ. Awful second half of the season. 
just did nothing. Um, Colts, there's an interesting uh, tweet that was put out from um, uh, Hayden Winks of Underdog Fantasy that's getting some love here, that the Colts led the NFL in cover two passing snaps in 2020, and the Seahawks' longtime stud receiver, Tyler Lockett, totaled the NFL's second most yards against two high zone defenses last year. Um, and so there's kind of a narrative building here that this could be a, a really good spot for Tyler Lockett. I kind of agree. I'm not sure how much that really means because it's not, it's kind of the weakest, it's, it's not the weakest spot of their defense, right. For at least from like a coverage standpoint, like he's going to match up with Kenny Moore the Colts like have always had it like pretty good secondary um, right. Defense. They're, they're just, they're defensive minded team, but Kenny Moore is a good slot corner. So I'm kind of torn on that, but his price is so cheap on Yahoo and, you know, he is capable of going off, but the interesting play to me, let's is uh, Metcalf, right? Like he's going to be, he, he's 26, which is higher priced certainly, but it's not that high price for Yahoo. You'll see like the high, high price guys, like 32 usually. And because there's so many value plays, right. It's not hard. You're going to, you're going to have to spend somewhere. So it's, especially if we're using like Hertz or something, and you're doing this as like a secondary piece or just a, a one piece of this game. Um, Metcalf is going to match up with Xavier Rhodes, right. Who has just been a shell of himself lately. And he's been banged up. Uh, for this preseason. So I, I, he, I think he was even like potentially going to be questionable for this game, but I think he's going to play, but you know, he is definitely a little bit banged up and um, or if he was out, like then the matchup would just skyrocket in, in Metcalf's favor. So like on Yahoo, I'm kind of like for this tournament, I'm kind of probably want to take a higher weight, you know, maybe this, this narrative on Lockett and the price he becomes, you know, I'll certainly play him in my cash in my 10 man contest, my six man contest and all that stuff. But um, I might try to get overweight on DK Metcalf here for the tournament for the big baller. I mean, that makes sense as a, as a good lever spot. And so to me, the, the, the coverage tweet, I mean, none of that matters. None of that's predictive. And if we're only using it for one player on the slate and not looking at it for all players on the slate, then it really, it becomes a bias and it's really not that important. I personally, I don't look at any, any defensive matchups all year in NFL cornerback matchups, defensive matchups. I don't look at it really. It's, I just have a lot of, of, of high level of rules that I live by. And if you look at Lockett, right, it's, it's, it's really simple. He, we have a guy with a 20, 25% target share in a game with a 40 point total or 50 point total. And he's priced at $16. So he's obviously a value, but again, this is where it comes in on Yahoo. And this is my thought process at the beginning. When you have these pure values that everyone's going to get because optimizers are giving them, whether it's a teammate leverage or a game stack or a line of construction leverage, it just makes all the sense in the world for the big tournaments to not play these guys. Um, you know, they're good values for the small contests and you should play them there and for low risk contests, but these big contests, you know, especially at a volatile receiver, like wide receiver, a volatile position, like wide receiver, doesn't make a lot of sense to play these guys in, in the big tournaments, unless you're getting the full correlation with game stacking. Yeah. I, so like last night, right. Like, uh, and so like for the Thursdays to Monday slate that they have on, uh, Yahoo, um, which is nice to have that, um, I thought like Armari Cooper was because he was he was priced at sixteen dollars, so he was just too cheap. So I played him in my cash lineup, but I faded him completely in all the GPP stuff. And uh, now I'm now I'm dead. I'm, I'm drawing dead. <laughs> Nothing like drawing it's, dead before the Sunday games even start. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, and you, you know, Lockett target share monster. You know, same. We're looking at the same target share Lockett and, and Metcalf, but they together make up the. Uh, the highest target share and amongst wide receivers. So, um, but you know, lock at 132 targets last season, hundred receptions. I mean, this is a guy who can go off, um, but you know, the touchdowns are in play and, and DK Metcalf is a grown ass man. So I like the leverage there for the, the larger field stuff. Um, all right. Who else um, is sticking out to you? What about uh, Terry McLaurin? He's, he's cheap for, for uh, a stud like him with a uh, Fitzpatrick now this season, he's finally has like a real offense, right? Like finally, oh, it should, I mean, and it should be a good, good offense for fantasy. You know, we love the Fitzpatrick games because he just slings it right. And he'll throw his picks and they'll score. They'll, they'll put up points against them. And then, so he just gravitates towards shootout types games. So um, Terry McLaurin finally has a quarterback that's going to, you know, risk, you know, be able to hit him downfield deep and, uh, 
I, I, I love him this week, um, even uh, against a decent secondary like the Chargers. Yeah, I think he, I mean, I mean, he's going to go overlooked in that price range, right? We're going to see guys playing the, the studs at the top or these values we've talked about. And both McLaurin and Keenan Allen fits in this mold as well as uh, near the top of our motto, who, who are the true wide receiver ones on their teams with zero competition. I mean, guys like Robbie Anderson, debatable 1A, 1B, uh, Tyler Lockett, 1A, 1B. But McLaurin and Keenan Allen are the, the, the team's number one receivers, and they're both underpriced at $22 for McLaurin and $18 for Keenan Allen. So both those guys as wide receiver ones, Allen's going to get more ownership, but I, I agree with you. I think McLaurin's a fantastic play. Um, I, I love Allen. I mean, you have to like Allen. So like it cut just comes, it's, he's too cheap. It's ridiculous. And, um, and it, it just, you just look, look at what he did. I mean, he's just a target monster, right? 147 targets. He was one, two, three, four, fifth in targets last season. Um, Eckler's banged up already. Right. Like, and he's such a big part of that pass game. They're just going to have to, it should be a, a game, you know, Washington zone based defense. Um, and uh, in games, one thing I did look up in games without Eckler last season, Keenan had a 30% target share. So that's, 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 that's Devonte Adams, you know, yep. level stuff right there. So um, this could be an awesome spot for him. So I will be eating. He he will be chalky because optimizers are going to spit him out because it's easy to recognize that he's just too cheap. But um, you know he's not getting a ton of talk, you know, and on the other sites. So like that may carry over a little bit to this site, and you know he may be a little bit lower than what I'm what I'm expecting. So I uh, love that. I love Terry McLaurin. Um, High end. I mean, you got to have some exposure to the Devontae Adams, Tyreek. All right. We don't have to, to sell people yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, no. AJ Brown, um, 27 bucks looks a little expensive. Definitely has the matchup. Um, this is a guy who dominates against man coverage. We'll see a ton of that with Arizona. We talked about, I mentioned earlier that their secondary should be even worse. They were going to be led by Malcolm Butler and he's, retired um so it just tells you they don't have much going for them there uh and we know tennessee gives up the points and we know that uh arizona can score so the shootout is all over this game the problem is is that there's now julio jones to contend contend with and there's always derrick henry so do you have a, a, a favorite way um that you're playing this game yeah i think <sighs> because there is a lot of value it allows you to fit in both d hop and aj brown if you're stacking this game depending on whether you're playing kyler or, or ryan Tannehill. so uh yeah aj brown is interesting to me uh d hop we talked about and these other games that we mentioned as stacks go if they if if you're stacking a game and they're not one of these true yahoo values you're automatically getting really really different and they should see low ownership so um if you're looking at the Philadelphia and Atlanta game, I think Ridley will still probably be relatively popular. No one's playing the Philadelphia receivers. Uh, Cincinnati and Minnesota, we might get uh, Justin Jefferson with some ownership near the top, but he's $27 as well. No one's going to play the Cincinnati receivers here when all the other values are everywhere else. So to me, that that's, I mean, when I'm looking at wide receivers and tournaments on Yahoo, those game stacked receivers look really interesting. And it, if you get those guys at, you know, one to 5% ownership, you can still play those other values we talked about because it's not like your whole tournament lineup has to be low owned. You can jam in the other values and just hope that's the game stat that goes off and differentiates you. Yeah. So that's interesting. So um, I do like the Cincinnati. Do you, have, do you have a take on Joe Burrow? Like all being all set, you know, like full, full systems go here. Like do you expect them to do well coming back from injury right off the bat? Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, the biggest physically is fine, right? But coming off a knee injury like that, the biggest biggest thing is the mental hurdle of being in the pocket and you didn't get a ton of preseason reps. So I think there's definitely some rusty probably has to shake off. And uh, but I don't know if there's going to be I mean, is he going to have a choice? He's probably going to come out and still throw 40 attempts in this game because either they're going to have to or and or that's still their offensive philosophy. And with all those weapons around him. You know, it doesn't matter if he's ready or not, or if he has a mental hurdle to clear, he's going to be throwing. And those are the types of quarterbacks we'd like to target. So, uh, and, and I like it too, just because he has so many stacking options, whether you want to go Jamar Chase or Higgins or, or Tyler Boyd. Uh, I mean, Boyd, I, I like Boyd, just, Boyd just stands out to me as like, he's going to be the forgotten guy because Higgins had such momentum. Yep. Chase is getting, you know, the, the new, uh, the new toy love, although he was a uh, little handsy in uh preseason <laughs> to say the least uh, yeah. yeah and uh but like boyd we know what we're getting with boyd boyd's a monster like he's they he's got the chemistry there um 
you know, AJ Green's gone. Um, Geo is gone too for the passing game. So I guess that's another thing I wanted to ask. Do you have a do you have a take at all? Like, are what do you what are your thoughts on Joe Mixon? We should probably save this for the running back position, but. I mean, this, this can be a nice transition. I think we've talked about a good yeah. amount of receivers. So if we, if we transition to, to running back, Mixon's is by far one of my favorite running backs on the whole slate for all sites, just because we see his target share jump tremendously when Gio's not in the lineup. And uh, I think I'm looking here. I'm, I'm trying to find his. Uh, I know he's underpriced on the other sites, but if you look on Yahoo, he's 24 27. bucks, 24. So that's which is which is perfect. That's like a great, great running back range. Like it's like 17 to 24. There's always like really okay. strong plays in there. And then you see that on a consistent basis every week for Yahoo. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know then because we have guys like uh, Clyde Edwards, E at $18, Najee Harris at $20. And if you pay up a little more mix in 24, he's one of my favorite plays of the week, whether it's you know game stacking or not, we know he's going to get the volume and there's no one else to contend with. Gio is not going to take passing that work anymore. So for me, I think this is probably until, unless Mixon completely is terrible this year, this, this will probably be the lowest price. We'll see him uh, on other sites. I mean, again, I don't know how Yahoo's pricing works, but maybe, maybe he stays the same all year, but this should be the lowest we see him. Depends if he, if he puts up like three touchdowns, he's going to be up there like Dalvin. Cook, which, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, always you know pro joe mixon like you know unleash this guy like i i play him way too much as it is already but this should finally be the year i hope it um comes through um all right so we're at running back i think that was a good segue let me just double check if there's anyone i wanted to like throw out there as a mention for wide receiver that looks looks uh too good um I don't know. Uh, no, no, nothing that's uh, glaring. I mean, Calvin Ridley, I had written down, but you know, you don't need me to tell you to play Calvin Ridley. <laughs> but like, oh, Paris Campbell is ten bucks, the absolute minimum. Like and it. with, um, yeah, he, he, you know, number two wide receiver for Indy in a game that we we do like, anyways. Um, but you know, there he projects incredibly similarly with. Uh, God, who am I forgetting here? Um, on. Uh, and the Colts with Pittman, Michael Pittman, yeah, yeah, who should be should be higher owned, I would think, than than, than Campbell. So I, I yeah. like. It. I mean, Campbell came out as the number one receiver on the depth chart this week. Um, yeah, he's too cheap, and we know he gets targets when he's in. He he had nine targets week one last year. They got hurt in the second game. He's uh, I mean, he's he's going to be a, a target hog in this offense. And uh, again, he's one of those guys I think is probably this will be the cheapest we see him all year. And I had uh, LaVisca written down. Um, he's, you know, 15 bucks, which is cheap. Yep. All right. So uh, running back, we talked about Joe Mixon. So um, really the chalk, and it, it's not going to be hard to at least fit one of these guys, uh, McCaffrey, Dalvin, maybe even um, uh, Alvin uh, Kamara, um, although it's not the PPR site. So do you have a favorite between these these top expensive guys uh i have them ranked right now as mccaffrey camara cook and i don't have a true preference i think for me it's splitting hairs i mean you can certainly argue one of the three over the other but for me uh it would i'm going to use them all heavily in tournament lineups what would the what would make the 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 factor for me is what the rest of my lineup looks like what salary i have left i wouldn't try to to make one of these particular guys fit but depending on the values and my stacks i'm 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 i love playing all three and i don't know if you have a way to differentiate them no i'm just looking at so i i ran a um a 150 of where i would like if i was running you know i haven't tweaked with the groups yet which i will do um but i just ran like a, a test run and i was getting camara pretty much basically even amounts of camara mccaffrey and uh, and dalvin and derrick henry um and uh camara was actually the highest highest percentage i got but i'm talking by like one percent over these other guys so um yeah i mean you know you don't have to get too crazy i think i think the gpps get one with uh, uh, a ceiling performance from one of these other guys for sure. But, you know, you know what you can get with, you're going to get production out of these guys. And so these guys usually are worth it with, if you surround it with the right value on Yahoo, which there is always so much. So um, these guys, you should be heavily playing them. You don't have to get cute and be like, oh, I'm going to fade all these top guys um, but uh, at running back. But I think the guys that are going a little bit lower owned, well, we'll see if, 
you know, Eckler has that question mark. Um, he's cheap though, 21 if he is healthy. Um, Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, it's 28 bucks. He's not going to get a, a ton of ownership just because of the, the price range and, you know, the, the less passing work for sure. But I mean, this is a monster who can break a slate. Uh, Aaron Jones could break a slate. Uh, Chris Carson could do well. So like, there's plenty of plays everywhere. Um, Antonio Gibson, um, 25 is another guy like, um, I don't know, in this like other range right outside, you know, or in the, I guess I'd say like in the Joe Mixon range, uh, who are some of the other guys that you're looking at? And then, and also give me a take on Mike Davis or Najee Harris. Okay. Well, I was going to start with Najee Harris. He's, I think he's probably my favorite play in that range. Uh, barely came off the field with the ones in the preseason. They gave him a ton of work on the ground, used him heavily in the passing game. Everything surrounding him is saying that he's going to be a workhorse this year. And yeah, there's offensive line issues, but Buffalo allows teams to run the ball on them. He, again, as a six and a half point underdog here, he's going to be using the passing game. He's, he's game, script in, game script independent. And at $20, I think he's probably the best play. And, um, you know, I you mentioned, you know, just play these guys. Don't get cute. That's, that's my exact philosophy in tournaments with running backs. I play the best pure plays. I don't try to get cute anywhere. And to me, those three guys, there's three guys at the top. And then Harris to me, along with Mixon is the clear next best value volume ceiling upside. Um, so I think Harris is a clear play. Mike Davis, I guess everything they've told us this offseason is that he's the workhorse, right? They haven't really brought in competition for number two. He didn't play much in the preseason. He got the bubble wrap treatment. So, yeah, I guess I guess Davis should should be in that group as well. I just I trust Harris, a first round pick a little more. All right. I got a play that I'm biased on that I love because I he won me a lot of money when no one played him. And I like took a huge stand on him last last season in a game when he went off on. I think it was like. I think it was probably week seven against the Chargers. And I'm talking about James Robinson. Um, you know, he's now the guy again by, you know, because of injury. Um, but, uh, and he's facing the Texans, which is just, this should be the easiest matchup of the year. This should be the, the, the path of least resistance for the, the Jacksonville offense, especially if they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence, you know, you know, he, he can't assume that he's just going to be all systems go right off the bat. I mean, it's just easy. James Robinson can do work in the, the passing game as well. And this guy ran so bad last year with like end zone, like penalties, <laughs> penalties that cost him touchdowns. Like, it, like, and I don't have a stat on that in front of me. I just know from watch playing this guy so much and watching him religiously that it was like, funny we was like me and my friends would always just like laugh about how bad he's running and like even when he put up big games he was just left so much on the table by like stupid penalties from uh the jags that we're doing so um he's 27 he's going to be completely overlooked but i mean man you gotta you gotta you gotta play him against houston in my opinion I mean, he's one of those guys that is super underpriced on FanDuel and DraftKings because of the early salary releases and half his ETM was still there. And he was 1A, 1B, and he's technically overpriced on, on Yahoo at $27. So you're right. No one's going to play him. I guess my big concern is we're not 100% sure about his workload because this is a new coaching staff. And they, Carlos, use Carlos, they use Carlos Hyde. They're using uh, uh, LaVisca as this kind of this, this uh, short passing game specialist. And I don't trust Urban Meyer as far as I can throw him as far as, as that's far the, as the problem. And there's a, and there's a relationship there with like Hyde and Meyer, which is scary, but like in my all common sense says to me, you can't, you gotta, you gotta feed James Robinson. Like they were last season. You can't like Carlos. Hyde. I mean, Carlos Hyde is just a shell of himself these days, but <laughs> I was, I will say uh, trying to use common sense with football coaches. I threw that out the window a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Brian Gase was the, the, the case for that one. Um, uh, or, or Adam, Ga sorry, Adam Gase, right? Yeah. Yeah. Adam Gase. yeah. I, I got so many names in front of me. Um, all right. Uh, another play here that's going to get, he's going to be popular because of the price. Um, and it'd be interesting to hear if your take, cause I, I, I haven't decided how much I'm going to play this guy, especially in like the, the smaller tournaments, because he's getting spit out and optimals, you know, uh, Clyde, the glide Edwards Hilaire, um, he's 18 bucks, right? This is a guy who was going top 10 in season long to start last season. 
right? Like everyone thought he was going to have this monster role and it didn't work out so much. He didn't have monster games. And the, the funny thing is, it's like, it's, you, it's like, what did you expect? Casey ha- is a passing offense and they always will be a passing offense, but there's so much touchdown potential in Kansas city games that, and especially at a cheap price and being the lead back. Um, and, you know, maybe he will grow into that role that we thought that he would be last season and his second season. So um, he's 18 bucks. Yeah. What do you think? What do you he's think? Just too, he's just too cheap. He's a guy that, you know, as I'm, I'm building for other sites, I'm not even really considering because he's, he's priced appropriately. But then as I was doing research for Yahoo this week, I see that, like you said, all these optimizers are spinning out. And I'm like, why is that? No, he's only $18. So yeah, for his role, he's too cheap. And I think he's a guy you have to have exposure to. And low risk contest, you probably even have to play him as well, just because, you know, of what he allows you to do with the rest of your lineup. And like you said, uh, he's going to be involved in the passing game. He should get most of the goal line work here. And he was pretty unlucky as far as that department goes uh, last year. So a guy, again, he's a, he's a Yahoo specific play, I think, where, and there are a bunch of these this week where there are guys, you probably wouldn't really think about playing them heavily on other sites, but because of his price here on Yahoo, uh, he's a good play. All right. Uh, anybody else sticking out to you? Anyone like Chase Edmonds? Um, no, I, I, I mean, Miles Sanders, I certainly could get behind. Yeah. And he's, he, I mean, there's a lot of guys in that range. That's, you know, unfortunately for me, they're all clumped together. No one really stands out, but it like, would it surprise you if any of these guys put up 20 fantasy points, whether it's Miles Sanders or Edmonds or Davis or 30. any of these guys? I mean, so 20, 28 fantasy points is like, easily they could do um yeah so that's that's who i'm getting right now um those are the guys and i'm I'm, you know the the deeper plays from like price plays like antonio gibson is someone i'm considering miles sanders i'm trying to bump up um, manually bump up ownership on gibson james robinson and miles sanders um those are my guys right now at least all right um and i gotta make a decision on ed edwards hilaire because I'm getting him the most. So like, I'm, I may just, <coughs> excuse me, fade him a little bit. I may bring that down for sure. It's a big decision um, point. It's probably one of the yeah. biggest decision points for, for smaller contests. Yep. For sure. All right. Um, that's running back tight end is interesting um, because, you know, it, that's a monster price tag on Travis Kelsey, but he's also going to be the highest owned and it's, usually on Yahoo. It's like a, usually a mistake to like overpay at tight end because there's usually, you know, especially in the tournament stuff is that usually it's somebody who catches two touchdowns for cheap that like ends up winning. So it's like, you, you try to pull down on like Kelsey, but Kyle Pitts for sure could be the, the, the guy um, I'll get a take from you in a second, but um, TJ Hawkinson is cheap. Uh, George Kittle is um, not cheap, but um, kind of like that mid range um, there. Logan Thomas is in play. Who, who are the guys that are kind of standing out for you for Yahoo for tournaments? It's so funny because when I ran optimizers for the, for Yahoo, this slate, uh, and I ran them on, you know, low randomizer settings just to get the, the pure best plays and multiple optimizers were like 99% Kelsey, like not even considering yeah. anyone else. And so I think he, obviously, like you said, he's going to be the most popular and for good reason. He's definitely the best tight end play in a vacuum on the slate. But I do agree that if you, if you change your lineup construction up a bit, and at least I saw this a little bit in the in, in the little bit of playoff Yahoo NFL I played that playing these super cheap tight ends uh, can allow you to pay up elsewhere and is generally good things for your ROI. But yeah, there's a lot a lot of guys. Um, I like Ferkser for Tennessee if, if we think that game environment goes off. Uh, Hawkinson is too cheap, like you said, at fifteen dollars. And there's a variety of guys in that ten to fifteen dollar range. I, I guess Chris, the real decision is: do you want to just pay up a tight end because there's three good options with Kelsey, Pitts, and Kittle? Or do you want to play a bunch of these cheap tight ends? I hope that they can get into the end zone. I'm playing the cheap ones. I'm setting up, I'm setting the randomness extremely high for, for tight end and trying to lower my Kelsey exposure and try to hit on one of these other guys. Um, you know, like even like, like someone like Gerald Everett, right? Like he, this is a guy who's, he's min price and he was talented, you know, in, in the Rams offense. He now has Russ. Russ has never really had a good tight end. Um, recently uh, of recent years. So like, like it's gonna, I just feel like it's going to be one of these guys, like um, could be Noah Fant, but he's not cheap. Um, could be just Um 
you know, Austin Hooper is someone I would want. I mean, he's overpriced for sure, but like he's, a, he's, he has like good uh, touchdown equity in when he's healthy in this offense. And uh, someone I could, I could see, I, it's tough to put, to get him at seven. You're going to have to like manually up the projection in order to get him if you're building lineups, but he's someone that I, I did write down is that I wanted some exposure to. Um, do you have a take on like, Right, I was going to say, he was going to say he's one of those guys that fits the mold of if we're not paying up a tight end, let's try to get these guys in these really high scoring environments that we think could benefit if the game's a shootout. Hooper is one because the Chiefs in Kansas City, or the Chiefs and the Browns have the highest total on the slate. Uh, the Ferkser play that I mentioned, um, if you're into the Philly and Atlanta game stack, then whether it's Dallas Goddard, who I like a lot this week at $16, or you're paying down for Zach Ertz. I guess Zach Ertz is actually the same price as Goddard, which is weird. So Goddard's definitely the preferred play for me there. Uh, but any of these game stack situations, if you're looking at, even if you're not particularly stacking that game, if you've already identified it as a high scoring environment, I think uh, playing some of these cheaper tight ends from those games is a great way to try to get a piece of that action without fully game stacking it. Yep. Uh, all right. So basically, Find find the guy you like that's gonna gonna score two tight ends for cheap and beat Travis Kelsey and win 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 easy the game. baller. It's, it's that yeah. easy. That's, that's easy. all you gotta do. Um, all right, so that's we don't do defenses here. Um, we don't talk about them. So uh, we'll close it out. We've already talked about stacks, but we'll maybe give a favorite stack here and uh, we'll. Uh, Get ready for the weekend and uh, be back next week on the pod. Um, all right. So um, do you have a favorite stack at this point for the baller tournament? Okay. Let's say you were in, I know you, you got to step out of who you are for a minute, but let's say you're someone who got the free $10 bonus, wants to try Yahoo and is only making one lineup and you need to try to win the baller. What are you doing? What do you, I know you're probably going to say I'm not winning, but uh, what, how are you going to try to win this? It's funny you say that because that's my exact situation this week, because I'm still not, I'm not, even though Yahoo is, is up in all these prizes, I'm not putting the extra allocation of my personal bankroll over there. I'm just playing the challenge and I got the $10 ticket. Now, if this was, if I just had a $550 bankroll on Yahoo, I would use that $10 in a better fashion, but because I'm doing this challenge, and I want to make it exciting. I am using that $10 specifically for the baller with one lineup to try to take it down with a single bullet. So that's the exact situation I'm in. And I'm going to three by one game stack. And I'm going to play high volume running backs and I'm going to see which receivers and tight ends fit in afterwards. And I think at this point, Friday it can still change by Sunday, but uh, I think Atlanta and Philly is my favorite game of the week to stack just because uh, both quarterbacks can score a ton of points, hurts especially on the ground. And outside of Ridley and Pitts, mostly on the Philadelphia side, there's no one that really anyone is excited about playing, right? Devonta Smith, even further down, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, the tight ends, no one's going to play those guys. Uh, and if this game scores 50 points and hurts, reaches tournament level potential, some of those guys have to pay off. So uh, that's the game I'm most excited about stacking. I'll have it in all of my other tournaments on other sites, but I think for my single bullet, a little preview, I think I'll have that Philly Atlanta game stack. All right. Mine's going to sound, mine's going to sound like a little chalky, but I really don't think it's that bad. Uh, I'm going to say Kyler Murray. I think, uh, I just don't think that Deandre Hopkins is going to get enough because of the higher price tag. I think that people are going to spend more on this, on these running backs. So I think if you use like uh, Kyler um, Hopkins and you bring it back with uh, AJ Brown, who's also priced, you know, we're, we're not going Henry. We don't want the Henry game. And then we, we focus more on like that mid range of running backs we were talking about. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to leave ourselves without, you know, we're going to, we're going to get less chalky without having a Camara, without having a CMC, without having a Dalvin cook, piece in there so um that's going to be my favorite stack and maybe it's a little chalky if you only had one entry maybe you need a few but uh or throw it in some of their other contests there's plenty of other contests that you can find there's plenty of other um there of all price ranges so um i'm psyched that you know this is money making season there's a lot of tournament yahoo looks to be making a big push i'm psyched that they sponsored this this is my favorite site like i told you i'm psyched that you're here and uh with your bankroll challenge because uh at least we can uh some give us something to follow each week i'm psyched to learn more about occupy fantasy um 
bring you in more with the rotor grinders community a little bit more you know and that we can work together so i'm just psyched that we got football back Dude, and uh, i'm so pumped i i I'm, I'm super happy to be part of the show and work with you uh be part of this new community and yeah again football is the best time of the year so uh we're gonna bunker down here for the next four or five months and uh uh, we're going to crush some tournaments on Yahoo and other sites. That's it. We're going to crush some tournaments. We are going to make some money every year. We have, we one of us hits big at some point and uh, we're going to continue that forward uh, with uh, season four here and you being a part of it. We have less chances because there's only two of us instead of three, but I no think, pressure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done, uh, but we we're going to get it done. We, we, we've got the resumes. All right. Um, all right. Thank you for listening to the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast sponsored by Yahoo. Um, everybody, let's crush this weekend and we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Good luck.